episode 203. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey. Hey, what's up, guys? And this is Bobby. And we're back again. We are. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're lucky to be back because uh, all day today there was a Microsoft outage. Or uh, I shouldn't say all day today, probably like mid-afternoon, Microsoft went down for like all of their services. So uh, this this is a happy escape from work because I was all day I was dealing with the... Uh, People not being able to log into Skype, not being able to log into email and Teams and all kinds of other fun stuff. So here we are. Yay. Yeah, that that, that affected me not one bit today. So. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would have affected us if Skype was having an issue still. Earlier. Uh, yeah, yeah. If it's still. Yeah, if it was. Because still. that's how we do this call. So that's what would have, you know, that would have interrupted us, our ability to do this. So we would have found yeah, a worker. Yeah, yeah. But yes, right, I know we what you're saying. I know. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're back from a two losses, you guys. We're back from, from two losses. Four-game four winless streak. <laughs> we're we're back from uh, a, a a a really wild swing of the galaxy form pendulum, and it has swung way, 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 way in the other direction. Did it? I mean, well, the results. Well, the I results. Mean, well, I mean, did it? Because I, if it's a pendulum, technically it's supposed to be going back. So are we now due for a four-game winning streak? Because I, I don't think so. I don't know. I wouldn't. I mean, I did we, I did we have any indication that we were going to go on a four-game win streak before the pendulum swung back the other way from the from the Orlando tournament? Well, no, but we never compared it to a pendulum. It was more of a we're digging or ditch. But now, but now it is a pendulum. It's literally been like one big swing, one big swing, and now it's going back. Or point. now it's yeah, and and hopefully it's it's at the point where it's going to come back the other way. But there's no guarantee <laughs> of that, you know. There's no guarantee of that because it, it could just fall it's off. Like the I'm, it's like access. I'm still talking. It's like I'm still talking to the guys from the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they haven't learned anything. All right. I'm no, I, I'm Bobby. I was with you this whole time. I said, you know, you, you got to be careful. You got to be careful because this team. I just don't trust it. Like I said, just because you turned a corner, just because you're playing well now, doesn't mean that you're going to be playing well down the line. You can easily revert well, we back to to you know old habits and the we old way of playing. We definitely knew. I know you and I, Lewis, said it a lot that we knew that once you know the the Jonah and Chicha came back in, it was going to be a disruption. We didn't really mm-hmm. expect it to continue to be like nice and and flowy as it was you know yeah. like it was it was expected to 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 be kind of a little bit of a setback this is a little bit more of a setback than just the small one this is uh i don't even want to think this is a setback it, it's actually really bizarre that especially with jonathan especially with jonathan being in there he was always the reliable guy he was always a guy that hey if he's out of the lineup this team is going to suffer heavily once he's back in you can see how much different they play how much better they are the the connection between the defense and the offense the the you know the calmness that he that he brings to the midfield when they're frantic or when they're hey okay okay we need that 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 general on the field um and where did that guy go that's gone yeah like <laughs> like long gone um i i mean i guess we should remind everybody that we just are coming off of a a 3-1 loss to seattle and obviously the the loss, I think everybody kind of expected that Seattle was always going to be tough and it was going to be, you know, it, was, it wasn't it was going to be easy to come back. 
from That's right playing playing against Colorado, playing crap, playing crappy against Colorado, and then playing crappy against RSL, and then uh, you know the bounce back game was going to be Seattle. I don't he think also, expected it because Seattle's yeah. one of the hotter team teams in the league, and we also one of the that toughest teams had, out in yeah, the league right now. And and had, we also assumed that had we played the game that got canceled, which was against Seattle. I don't think we would have been looking at that four game win streak yep. in the same way that we, that's that how we I feel looked at it, you know, a few weeks ago and, and, you know, and also keep in mind that Seattle, uh, their, their go-to thing is they, they start out slow and then they ramp up toward the end of the year. And even though this season has been a little bit different and they, they've been, I, I think they've been at least, a, they've had a decent amount of consistency in the terms of, of the way they've been playing and how they and and getting their points. But this is around the time of year where they really start to ramp up and start to to light up the league and make make their playoff push. Um, they are they're obviously you know one of the top teams right now, so they didn't need to make that push. But you know again, weird season. So um, I don't think anybody expected the Galaxy to like come out smelling roses, but like the way that they came out the way that they played the it's so frustrating it's so infuriating like i'm not even at the point you guys i'm not even at the point where i'm like usually during a podcast crack a beer when things are really rough i go to my scotch or my hard liquor right i don't even want to dignify it with this with <laughs> with that right now I'm, I'm drinking a vitamin water because they don't deserve my yeah. alcohol right now Oof. That's how sickened I am right now with this. I'm in a calm. I'm in a calm place. I think I let it all out last one. So I'm I, chill. I, and that's what I was gonna say is that I mean the I've already ranted. Uh, I did it when uh, when they were in Orlando. I believe it was uh, after the LAFC game, and you know you could go back and listen to that and plug into here, and it, it's going to apply perfectly. Um, at the end of the day, you know uh, there's a lot of blame to go around. The organization and you're going to see it all over social media most of the blame is going to be on chicharito i think that's still a little unfair i think the criticism is more than fair um i i there's more than one reason why you should be upset at that um is he the reason that the galaxy are losing no, no. or or is he the sole reason no of course not is he the the sole reason why the galaxy are playing the way they are of course not but for a guy who is being paid as much money as he is, uh, and up until a couple, you know, last week or whatever, uh, Iwain was signed, he was the most expensive player in MLS, and for him to go pretty much MIA, th- th- that's just not justified um, at all for him uh, to to be paid as much as he is and just to go unnoticed. Or I mean, just... I, I I would argue I would argue that it it's not justified for him to be a person who gets paid to play soccer for a living and be that bad at soccer. I mean, a, but but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I uh, if you're on social media, you're either I mean it, it's it's either black or white. I mean, and there's no in between, unfortunately. Oh well, yeah, because that's social why. media. Twitter yeah, doesn't and, have time and, and for nuance. Right. And that's, I mean, it's not just that. It's obviously our society, the way we're living. Like the, the current climate of our society is basically if you disagree with me, you are my enemy. And, uh, and that's just the way it is. There is no middle ground here. You're either, you either hate Chicharita right now 
or you're defending him at, at all costs. Uh, there really is no middle ground, or there's very, very little uh, middle ground. Very uh, few people can actually say that both sides can be true. Um, and you know, and at the end of the day, I don't think it's Chicharito who you should be upset at. At the end of the day, it's the FO that you should be upset at because if if you're overpaying for a guy who is dependent on other players being good and other players doing what he cannot so that he can poach literally poach all the goals all the glory all the you know all the uh all this fun stuff that comes with being the top goal scorer and the face of the franchise or the yeah, face of the club or, He's the or whatever you know if, if everyone else has to do the heavy lifting for him and the front office the people who sign him are aware of this or at least they should be aware of this then they need to build a team that will play to his strengths and that is not what's happening right here so the people who defend him, who say, "Look, he doesn't have the personnel around him. He doesn't have. He needs another striker up there to do all the dirty work. He needs another. You know, he needs that uh, the central attacking midfielder. He needs all these pieces to be functional. Number one, he needs. You to, shouldn't be the highest. You need to player. hold his hand. Yeah, you, you <laughs> yeah. shouldn't be the highest paid player if you need everyone else to do your job or everyone else to do their job so that you're able to do yours. And number two, again, this is falls on the front office for getting a guy who was not fitting the current system, who's not going to be um, in line with the rest of the players and how they play and what their capabilities are. And, you know, let's be honest, a lot of people understand or are under the correct assumption that, you know, the only reason that you're signing this player is for money, for money value. He's going to sell jerseys. He's going to sell tickets. Uh, how ironic. Um, he's going to, you know, put the team out there. People are going to want to talk about him. They're the, you know, the the, the media is going to be all over him, and they're going to get all this I attention. Mean, and, and all this is perfectly fine. Yeah, you can't hate on that. That's that's yeah. our strategy. That is the right. galaxy strategy from right. the beginning right. of time. Right. <laughs> but, I mean. but you, but you guys, I, I mean, seriously, like the excuses I hear out there about Chicharito and how why he's not being successful. I mean, like seriously, it's it it really does remind me of 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 other past, you know, past excuses, uh, you know, the way say that, the name, people say the, the, name. The, way, <laughs> the way that people used to, the way that people used to complain about why Klinsman's strategy didn't work, the way that people didn't complain about, you know, uh, all these other things. It's, it's, it's not a good look. And, and, you know, like all these excuses are, are just, they're pointless because the fact is that we've picked up players that are here to sell shirt are are here primarily just to sell shirts and they've still managed to find success. We've we've had coaches that didn't have the players that suited their style and they made it they made it work for themselves. They made it work. And what I saw this is how over works. the last over the last few games is the the you know as soon as Chicha comes into the fold as soon as he comes into the fold, it seems like the team doesn't understand how to play anymore. Because if you look, if you look at the, the games where we were actually playing well and winning, then we were, we were. Um, they weren't worried about him. They, 
well, not only that, not only were they not worried about him, but they were actually creating the chances that when you feed him to Zubac, you're like, oh my God, Chicho would make those. Chicho would put those away. Or we and would now, assume, but we've seen now, Chicho not we're make not playing like that things anymore. like that. <laughs> we're not playing like that anymore. It's like opposite. Like we're putting in hopeful balls into the box, waiting for Chicho to get a hit on it or something like Zubac is in there. Like it's the opposite. It's also Jonah in the middle too. That's the different choices that's happening as well. You know, in those games what saw, what where we I were moving forward. Is the slowness of the team. Oh, to me, that just looked like us. That looked like us. Except for maybe one game this season. That was exactly us. That's how we play. That's how we've been playing. I didn't see anything different in this game. That's why I'm like, now you're all mad? Not you guys, but I'm just saying, you know, the Galaxy world. Like, I'm just like, now? This is the same team we've been seeing. I think for me, the, the, I don't want to say the, the surprise. It's not a surprise. Uh, like I said, I, I kind of, in the back of my mind, always knew, like, look, this team can revert back. Um, the, the attitude, the attitude mm-hmm. on the field, I mean, it, nobody, I mean, at the very least, you would see at least one person try. Didn't know, they just and, learn and their can, lesson too? Did, like, just a few games ago, didn't they just, like, learn their lesson and were, like, embarrassed like crazy? I, and decided I mean, you to play better. So. Like now they're back to like you know like how the Jets like saying, oh yeah, we should have had more energy. We should have came out with more. You know, like we should have wanted it more. Like how are we still saying well, this? Of, how are we of, still saying of, this? Um, one of GBS's like talking points before the game, as uh, as Kobe Jones pointed out, was that the team had, he wanted the team to be stronger on the ball and to be and to be more energetic. And they did the opposite of that. I mean, they played. They played so poorly and so slowly. Like, as they were trying to switch the, the pivot point of the attack, they took forever just, just to cycle the ball around the field. Like, I'm talking slow, telegraphed passes. They were easy to pick off, or they gave Seattle a ton of time to recover and and shift to to counter whatever the Galaxy was trying to do. And, I mean, all night and it wasn't just the players that we expect that to happen even Pavon was having a just absolute shit night but he's been having a shit night for the past couple games for him yeah for For him for him but but in this game there was something different he was playing yeah I, I don't know well, again, we, we talked about it. I'm not sure we even talked about it in the last episode or not. I'm, I'm, we, we probably should have. But we talked about how teams have essentially figured us out. All you have to do is collapse on Pavon and have and force the Galaxy or force another player to beat you. And nobody, nobody is stepping up. And you would think it would probably be someone like Araujo. But for whatever reason, he kind of went MIA Last night, too. And I'm not singling him out. The entire team was MIA. The entire team did not show up. There was nobody that stood out for the right reasons. And even even like when the goals are, are, are in play, I was like, wait a minute, who can I blame? It's just kind of like, what, the yeah. entire team? As, as like, I, you know, as, it's, it's, it's odd. Yeah. As, as I said on, on Twitter, uh, I would rattle off a list of names of uh, players who did not perform, but it would just sound like the starting 11. Yeah. I mean, it, it, was, it was kind of astonishing that you would at least have one person, and again, it usually would be Pavon. It would be Araujo. It would be, you know, you would think it'd be Jonathan, who was who had always been dependable, uh, or Depew, who again uh, has been dependable. Is 
you know, short career, he, he's, he's yeah, with the Galaxy has been pretty dependable. Nobody stood out. Nobody was saying like, at least he's trying. At least, at least he's keeping the Galaxy in the game, or he's he's keeping the ga- Galaxy with some sort of shred of dignity. Nothing, absolutely nothing from this team last night. It was one, and I can't even say. And this is the sad part. I can't even say that this is the most embarrassing and uninspiring performance because that's just not true. That's sad that I have to say no, that. No, yeah, that, that's mm. not true. It's just it's that, just that, a, a hard just goal the of one. a loss. It's just yeah, a hard it's goal just of the a loss. the latest button. one. And, I mean, at least the 2017 team, they had an excuse. The, the, the organization literally tanked this team on purpose. They, they promoted a bunch of players who had no business being in Division One and passed them off as professionals. They had a reason. There's absolutely zero reason for this team to be playing this badly with the personnel that they have. Maybe it is a poorly constructed team, but I will stick with my theory that if you were to put, and I, I singled this coach out, if you were to put Oscar Pereja in this on this team, I guarantee you, you'd be a lot closer to the top of the Western Conference. 100%. Because look at what he's done with Orlando. That I don't care what the circumstances are. I don't care if it's during I'd, the pandemic. I'd, I don't I'd care like, that you're playing against weaker teams. There was no weaker team than Orlando the past, what, five years? And all of a sudden, this coach comes in, and all of a sudden, they're one of the powerhouses in the East, one of the favorites to go far into the playoffs. That is astounding. Yeah, and imagine is. if a coach, you know, I will stand by this as well. Some people may or may not argue with me. I would, you know, I'm not going to sit there and tell you that the Orlando roster is better than ours. Oscar Preha on this team would have this team playing. If they're not a contender, then they're definitely punching above their weight. I stand by that. At the end of the day, this is the FO's fault for building this team. And you're not going to get rid of the entire front office. So who, and you're not going to get rid of 18 players. Who's the one person that you can get rid of that? Can make can possibly make a change here. It goes back to the coach, and yeah. again, a horrible look, a horrible look for the galaxy, because that would be five, five coaches now. Five. Yep. Yep. That is an absolutely horrible look. But you know what? This is the mess that you created. You gotta fix it. You you know, gotta fucking make your bed now. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you, Lewis. But I mean, David, this was the guy that kept saying all that shit about G- GBS too. Like, kept saying how great he was yeah, going to be too. Yeah, so I, mean, I don't I, know. I, don't, <laughs> I just want. I'm just trying to talk shit. That's it, all. That's I mean, all. no, I don't know. But it's insane that like how a, a, a manager like this can can strive or be successful in a, a a league like Argentina. And you know, yeah, you can say what you will about Boca. I mean, Boca's got money. They got the players. They got the talent. But Lanús, like. He did well yeah, with that. He and, did well and, with them, exactly. And they don't, you know, they're not, they're not Boca. You know, they're not, they're not the top one of the top teams in in the in Argentina. And he found a lot of success with them. So I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is right now. Uh, I, I mean, all we know for sure is that it's not working. And um, the Galaxy, again, we we've talked about the Galaxy as an organization and a Galaxy as a, a that has a level of ambition. They need to make a move because I don't think that this is going to get any better. If anything, we'll see fits and starts. Uh, you know, it, it, 
right now it's looking like they're perfectly fine. As Lewis is always saying, they're perfectly fine being mediocre. And that's a big problem for Galaxy fans. This that's isn't even big, mediocre. I think that's even worse problem. that this that this isn't mediocre, that this isn't even anywhere near. I mean, you're not a playoff. The way you've been playing. And like, let's just put if the, the, look, the four okay. game. Hold on. If they're streaky, if this team ends up being streaky, and let's say they make the playoffs in this weird COVID season, you don't think that the Galaxy is going to like try to, you know, make that seem like it was okay? As an any, organization. Any, any organization would. Except for Atlanta. I mean, once you have a winning streak and you're into the playoffs, I mean, they're going to, of course, that's their job. They're, they're, they're there to promote their team. They're not going to keep re- re- reminding you like, oh, yeah, we, we fucked up, huh? but we're winning now, but we fucked up. Huh? They're not going to do that. Everything I don't is think fine they have and, to remind I mean, us. Yeah. I mean, well, the thing is, everything is fine and dandy when you're winning. I mean, look at look at the way we were talking, even if we were wary of what could still happen in the future, the the, the, the mood of not just us and other podcasts, but the, the, the mood on social media, the fans' morale really boosted up after just the first victory um, because it was so unexpected and because they played uh, a, a game that we weren't expecting. We, we hadn't, you know, we're wondering where the hell did this team come from? We haven't seen this um, all year. Uh, you know, why, why the change? Oh, well, you know what? It's probably just a fluke and they'll come back in, in the next game and show us yeah, who they I, really are. I, I, and, I remember I was that. the negative Nancy in that episode yeah. as well. And four games, you know, later and everyone is all hyped up. Maybe, maybe we fucked up. I mean, going into the, the, that, the, the, is what phase two of the regular season after coming out of the bubble all of us here said zero points in the next five games uh i think most of the other podcasts had no more than three points um and i would have questioned every single one of them tell me which game do you think we're going to get three points in um and lo and behold they score you know (laughs) they, they scored 13 out of 15 and so everyone's happy so guess what well you know what then this next phase, the next schedule, okay, the next three games, Colorado, RSL, Seattle. Oh, man, you can easily get six points out of this. Seven if you're really, really lucky. That's where we fucked up. We got to leave this team for dead again. Because Maybe. That, because that's the way where Galaxy fans are going to be like, okay, uh, we need a, we, you know, we need to step, up, step this up again because everyone stopped believing in us. Because when, once we started believing in you is when you started playing like shit. I... I mean, oh, you know, I think that, the bel- that, and when, I, and when Chicha came back, well, I think that's a hell of a coincidence. That's no, but a I, hell I think, of a coincidence. No, I think the problem is that you, you believe it too fast. You get a quick endorphin of a win and you think all is all right. Instead of paying attention to actually how they play and who they're really playing against oh, and how the level of play is happening. Again, yeah, that's not, well, go back to those yeah, episodes, the, negative time, Nancy Bobby. At, Again, was, at the time, but I was saying this time, at that time. I was saying this at that yeah, time. And, we, That's the and thing. we also said, and we also said that it wasn't enough that they had to show us again and again. And then when we got that fourth win, we're like, "Holy shit!" Maybe like it took us that many games to be like, "Wait a minute, maybe something is happening here." And think, and you also have to think about the 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 opponents that we played. We, I mean, we played LAFC, who had just smacked us seven to. Two or whatever they they beat us by, and at that point in time, no, the we game thought, before that we won, and then the then in, in, in those no, series, not in the first game coming back from the from the. No, I know that, but you're going way back now. I'm talking know, about so a winning streak. So no, I'm you? talking. 
No, you just said you just said after one game. I'm, we got I'm hit talk, with the endorphins. Yeah, within our winning streak. So within our winning game. streak. Okay. I am. So, but but again, now we know. Now we know. LFC turns out they're a bad team. They're not. They're not a good team this year either. They're. they're That's what I bad, said. They're ahead of us. They're ahead of us, but they're a bad team. Um, That's what I said. But a lot of Galaxy fans didn't want to hear that. You know, they didn't want to hear that when when we won them or when, or you know during those games. Like they just but, did not want to hear that. Well, to to be perfectly fair, I don't care how shitty my rival plays. I always want to beat the shit out of them, and I'm always going to be happy being. The yes, shit but, of them. We, I don't but we care. Were, but we were making we were, but we were making criticism on how the level of play and how they get better if they are growing. That was the like. Of course, you're going to take a win, but I mean, are we going to be happy if we're still like limping and, and fucking ourselves through wins all the way to like playoffs, and then again we're going to lose in playoffs because we don't have the skill, like. Well, what do you no, no, want? No. Of course, of, like, of course, we're not going to be happy with that. But what I, what I'm saying is, at that at that first after that first game after that first game when we came back from the the tournament, what we knew then was Galaxy bad, LAFC was good, was a good team, and then we played them and we went, oh, that's a surprise, and then we moved on and we moved and we played them again. Oh, that was a surprise again, and and at that point we thought we had broken them. Maybe I mean maybe that can still be true, but regardless, it. The Galaxy again have reverted back to being a bad team, and so I think at best we can call this Galaxy team a a streaky or maybe fluky team. But the way they played, bringing it back to Seattle, the way they played, the 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 lack of interest that they showed on the field, the predictability, the slowness, the 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 slowness that they move the ball with, the the way that they insisted on passing through the Seattle lines when they knew that it was too easy for Seattle to pick off those passes. The errant, the unforced errant passes that went forward just blindly. It was awful. It was ridiculous. And the thing is, is that Seattle didn't dominate it's not like they ran no. circles around us it's, it, no. they weren't playing great well we they didn't have to just, that's the yeah, thing they, they, they didn't, didn't have to, have to. They, didn't have to. Yeah. They, they told they were totally they were totally way better than us they totally outclassed us they just but they just didn't have to that's the yeah. that's the difference like why I make mean, so much of an effort when they this could, team sucks they so had hard an off night. they could have had an off night we still would have lost that game yeah exactly and that yeah. and, and that's the again it's not the worst performance i've seen but it's the most recent one, so obviously it's the one we're talking about. We're not even talking about the the, the horrible performance against RSL. We're not even talking about how Pavona had a stinker in that game. We're not even talking about how Araujo loses his damn mind. Uh, where oh, I'm sorry, no, that was in Colorado. Um, you know how, how you have to stick in. You know Araujo is now off a guy who wasn't supposed to be starting. Uh, you take him off, and you see how much this team struggles. Um, after that, you have no one else to put in there. Uh, or, or you can you put Felcher back and right back. You put Al- Alvarez, or I think it was Cuello who actually started this game. So you can actually see the just how much the Galaxy were hurting um, when we talked about the lack of depth. Um, once you have Araujo and uh, Alvarez out, you really have nothing else that can come off uh, who can come off the bench. But that doesn't really matter because again, the team didn't really show much. Um, against RSL either. They were just as lackluster. They were just as uh, um, impotent in the attack, um, just as lazy. It, and it's just, it, it's so sad to watch. 
here's the thing. Let, let, let me go ahead and roll off stats here. And and it just doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't make any sense. Possession was practically 50-50 with the slightest of edges to the Galaxy. 51 to 49 um, to the Galaxy. Total shots Because they held it for so nine. long. Well, in their own half. Most of them yeah. were back passes. Yep. But, yep. you know, it, there's not really much going on there. Um, total shots, 12 to 9. Edge Seattle. But still, you know, virtually kind of even. Uh, creative chances, 14 to 9. A little bit more separation there. Uh, that was... Uh, that was Seattle. Look at this one. Big chances. I don't I don't exactly know what the definition of big chances are, but Seattle had three big chances. I'm assuming that they scored all three of them. So the three chances that <laughs> they that actually shot had, on goal, like shot on goal them. would be big chances, I guess. No, because shot on goal, they had seven. That's not just they shots. Had seven. No, shots they had okay. 14. Seven then of what them the hell were on the I've goal. never heard that that Big yeah, chances? Yeah, I don't know. Big chances. I don't know. I, I, like I said, I have no idea what defines big chances. Ho- you know, uh, hopefully somebody can can tell us. Um, uh, the Galaxy had five shots on goal. I, I don't remember seeing that. Uh, maybe it's just me, but I don't remember seeing five shots on goal. Um, two big chances. I can probably think of one where Chirito was wide open in front of the goal and he decides to kick it to the side. Um, <laughs> maybe that, that one. Was- did he forget what team he was on? Uh, yeah, I, you know, when he cleared it, instead of just kind of redirecting it in front of an open net, then he like, just kind of cleared it. <laughs> like, all he had to do was, he had time. He he could have turned around. Uh, do, remember right, that? Right. Remember that I'm amazing? Not, I'm not one to defend Chicharito, but that ball hit his shin before he even reacted. That's what happened. It, it The ball hit his shin before he even realized he could do anything. Is that what I don't happened? like defending him. Yes. I think that was, I think that was right. the second one. That was but, the one that he was, he was remember, right in front of the goal. Go, but go don't there. you remember that amazing slow-mo video of him doing a back heel in practice, Bobby? Oh, I mean, we're going to see fucking Globetrotters <laughs> shit in practice, you know, because there's no real challenge. Hey, man, look. I'm saying he could have tried know, that. All I know is that <laughs> Simon Elliott was like the greatest shot taker in the world at Free practice. Kick. Yeah. No. Well, see, oh, no, 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 and I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, right? I'm glad you brought that up because this has been on the back of my mind every day. I'm like, maybe, maybe the attack is not so impotent in, against practice because they're going up against shit midfielders and shit defenders. Maybe <laughs> that's why they're twerking maybe. for maybe, – maybe it's unlocking in practice because the other team, the rest of the practice squad sucks that badly. Yeah, could be. Could be. I think we just solved the conundrum. Inadvertently, but we just did it. <laughs> they should play against G2. Maybe they'll give them a little bit more of a challenge. Right? Yeah, give them more of a challenge. Jesus Christ. Nah, dude. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, was a kid tearing it up right now? Augustine Williams? He'll tear up that freaking defense. Um, uh, earn a call-up. Earn a call-up. Yeah, that's not happening, uh, unfortunately. Um, going on with some of the stats, uh, the Galaxy had more passes than, than Seattle, but still, yeah, 420 to 406. Uh, for passes, that's actually pretty pretty even. Uh, Seattle had 223 passes in their own half. 207 for the Galaxy in their own half. So Seattle actually made more passes in their half than the Galaxy did. And in the op- and again, this doesn't make any sense. In the opposition half, the Galaxy had 213 compared to 183 for Seattle. Well, but most I mean, of Seattle's passes on... On we're, the Galaxy's we're half were just breakaways. Right. We're we're on, we're on point, and they actually created something. Yeah. Um, you know, long balls. I mean, why on earth would you play a high line against Jordan Morris? Why? 
Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, right. again, and that's and that right. goes back to tactics. <laughs> that goes back to tactics. That's the uh, that's you so know funny. the players aren't doing that. The players aren't aren't deciding this is what we're going to do here. This is the coach telling them this is how we're going to approach this. So um, again, you, you go back and look at the coach. Um, what I find astonishing in these stats is that that they're pretty even, and that game was anything but. That game was not even. Um, Three to one scoreline. Uh, I think three zero would have been fair, uh, only because, like I said, Seattle didn't dominate. They looked, they looked okay, and that was enough. So I actually would have preferred the Galaxy not score that goal, to be perfectly honest, because it would kind of just emphasize the the fact that 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 this offense has been absolutely non-existent since San Jose. It would have been four straight games, four straight games. Where they did not score a goal, maybe um, maybe like maybe like three minutes before Legette scored that goal, we got followed by a, an account called "How many hours since the Galaxy last scored?" Yeah, that was really bad timing. Bad timing on whoever whoever did that. Um, but uh, like I said, I mean, you can plug in anything that you, that we've said in the bubble or even before that. Uh, even something previously last year, and, and it'll apply here again. Um, it's it's embarrassing. It is depressing. It is um, infuriating. Um, I'm kind of over that right now. I'm I'm kind of ex- you know accepting that this is the way we are. And as I said it during the rant, there's really no reason for me to believe that we're getting out of this. Um, and no no band aid is going to fix this. No. You know, um, no fluke uh, streak is going to fix this. Um, I said, be happy with what what they're doing. Be happy that they're getting the results. That's what matters. But be wary of this team. Just be wary of this team because it doesn't make sense right now. It doesn't make sense that this team all of a sudden came out playing the exact opposite of what we've been seeing them play for the past, you know, 40 games or so. And, and, you know, I remember there was... um, there was a question on the uh, Corner of the Galaxy Discord. Um, I think after the second game, I think after the Colorado game, uh, they said, you know, which which team is the real Galaxy? And, you know, is, is it the the Orlando bubble team or is it the four-game win streak team? And so you have the choices, or the third choice is we don't have enough evidence. And I was, a, I mean, obviously when you're saying you don't have enough evidence, you're kind of copping out. You don't want to make a decision. But... I saw that. I was like, how do you not have enough evidence? You have four games where you won and you've had an entire season and another eight games of the same of the same stuff. Like, how is there not enough evidence for you to, to realize which team is which? Um, so there has to be changes. We've been saying this for better part of four, five years now. There's got to be major changes to the top. Um, I'm well aware that Tiklose is perfectly capable of riding the ship. That's what he was brought in here for. Um, but you ha- again, you have to start looking in his direction again. You have to start looking in his direction like, okay, you're responsible for this. What are you going to do? Because if you're not going to do anything, then you know, then you might be on the hot seat. I doubt that he is. I doubt that he is. But he, he's got to do something. I, I cannot imagine that he is content with what is going on, but by him not doing anything, he's telling me otherwise. 
he's telling me 100% otherwise. That if nothing is being done here, they are content with what is happening right now. I'm kind of worried that they may be looking at this year as kind of a, like a watershed year. Like whatever happens, happens. But like mm-hmm. ne- next year is the real year. Like that's kind of how mm-hmm. I feel that they're looking at it right now. But like I, there's zero, there's zero that tells me that that that's okay. You know what I mean? Like even even if they came out and said it, even if they oh if no, I'm not saying that's and, okay. And GBS and Chris Klein said, look, we know we're not going to compete this year. We're using this as an experimental off year. You know, we're we're going to go travel the world and and discover who we are. And then next year we're going to come back. We're going to come back strong, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do that. I, I mean. I I hate to I hate to use this phrase. That's fake news, man. I, I mean, but, but but the the thing is, is that if you were to come out, and, and I said this in, I'm pretty sure I said this in 2017. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure I said this before. Where I said, look, if you come out and say, look, we're not going to compete right now. I'm sorry. I don't know why. I mean, I don't know why we we have, we're in a rebuilding year and we're not going to compete. And you know what? We may not compete next year either, but we're going to be making, you know, steps forward and we're going to do doing what we can to to get back to where we want to be. If you're up front with that, I think a lot of fans might surprisingly be accepting of it and like, okay, well, these are being honest. Like, okay, we're going to suck this year. You got to be patient with us. Um, but the end product is going to be worth it. I think yeah people might accept that to a certain degree. I know that the galaxy need to compete every single year, but you know, I think they would have been accepting if they were, you know, honest, but the fact that they keep feeding us, Nope, we're contending. Nope. We're contending. Nope. We're contending. And there's no evidence that you are, um, is what makes it more infuriating that you're continuing to lie to us. Just say that we suck and we're rebuilding and, you know, we'll get when we're, we're, we're trying to fix this. It's not going to happen this year. Be patient. I'm sorry. Here's your money back. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but, but I mean, I know we say that, but uh, you know, let, let's be honest. That's, it's going to be like Woody Allen playing the clarinet that we're not going to want to hear it. <laughs> I, I, well, I mean, I think you'd be surprised. I think if you come out and say, look, we're starting all – if they came out and said we're starting all over again, look, we're not competing. We're not competing. Like there's not much that we can do here for what – and although maybe at this point it might be too late. I think at this point when you're saying, okay, we're going to be rebuilding, like, now fuck you. You've been rebuilding for four or five years. We should have seen something now. I think at this point it might be, and it might be too late. But at some point you could have just been honest with us and, you know, say, you know, it ain't happening this year. It ain't happening next year. We're hoping, you know, this is a you know three to five-year plan. Um, when Tecosta comes in here, same thing. You, you know, if he comes in and says, "Look, I, I can't build Rome in one day," um, you're gonna have to be patient with me. I'm gonna do what I can. Um, you know, previous administration really handicapped me with the salary cap, and uh, you know, I, I can do what I want to do. Um, it's gonna take a little longer than I would have liked, but we're gonna get there. Um, and for what it's worth, I feel like he's tried, but you know, it's not working. So you're gonna have to find another direction. And, you know, the, the one major acquisition that he really, I mean, well, there's two. One of them was Skelotto. The other one is Chicharito. And, again, you can get rid of one, but you can't get rid of the other. And it's pretty obvious who you can get rid of. So you find a coach that can make the most of the players that they have. You go find that coach. You go find that coach. 
do you ex- do you trust this front office to be able to find that coach? I really, really want to trust the Glossa. I really do. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I mean, he's not. I, he, he, he's been in charge of bigger things. Here, here's the he's thing. He's been in charge of bigger clubs. Sure, I, but, but and he's had success in them. That's the thing. He's had success with the bigger clubs. He's had success with more responsibility. I, I, I can't imagine that he is absolutely clueless as to what's happening here. I, I can't imagine that he is. No, I, I don't think he's clueless to it. I think he's doing what he can. But, I mean, for me, Yoni Gonzalez coming in finally in L.A., finally at the stadium, that, may, that might be the, his, his last chance for me. With the closet? No way. For, for no, with GB. Oh, with the closet. If he can't make it work, if he can't make this work, because that's a guy that they went out and they found him, right? They're like, let's grab it. And to be honest with you, this is more of a GBS thing too, because he's the one that said like he he knows it from from playing against against him in uh, Libertadores. But, you know, you still got to make that deal happen. That took way too long. It took way too long for this to happen. But I I think that the, the, the struggle here is... To close it, identifying what works in today's MLS. And that includes coaching. That includes players. That includes style. Because you have to think that uh, that to close it might have a say in what kind of style that the, the team plays. Right. And the way we've seen GBS change his tactic be- from a play between the lines style attack to a get it wide and cross attack those those two styles don't really like you can't jump from one to the other you know what i mean like you can't make that leap you can go well you know a a a coach the way he thinks about setting up his team tactically those are like on opposite ends of the spectrum to me you know like playing the little you know short passing build up uh, uh between the line style and then just like get it up the the end line and, and get it to the end line and cross. Those are not the same. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's progressions there. And so for, for GBS to go from one to the other, back to the other, when he's panicking, it kind of makes me feel like he's also been given a direction. Well, here's what works. Here's what we want to do. But this is, and, but, but it's kind of weird because I don't feel that he should have been, especially in San Jose and, and, even more so in against Colorado, like why, why panic? You have no reason to panic. You're you're riding high at the moment, and you have your your two DPS back in the lineup. Like you should be absolutely ecstatic that this is happening. That my team is at least on paper um, significantly stronger now. But there's no reason to panic, and. I, I guess I don't understand the panic. The panic would have been after the bubble. Like, holy shit, I'm about to lose my job. Okay, fuck it. I'm going to try something different. And it, you know, because that's what we kind of assumed happened. That's what we kind of assumed that, hey, heads are going to roll if something doesn't change. So, you know, he, he got off his, you know, his stubborn ways and say, okay, let's go ahead and try this. Oh, shit, this worked. Only to go back to the same thing when you weren't winning. Like that just—I I don't know—that doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't compute. 
It honestly doesn't compute. Like why? Th- like, I, and I even had said it. Like, why fix something that isn't broken? Why fix something that isn't broken? I get it. You have two DPS on the bench, man. You can't do that. There's no way you're gonna do it. You can get fired just for that. There's no way that you were gonna have Chicharito or Jonathan Dos Santos on the bench simply because you were winning without them. Like, there's just not gonna happen. The only way that's gonna yeah, there happen was no is way. Once you get- no, there was no way that they were, he was going to continue doing that. No, no, and so like it, it's unrealistic to, to 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 believe that you know. But I had said it. Look, you're going to have to be really cautious about this. I get it. Chicharito is significantly better than Ethan yeah. Zubak. I get that. I get that. Jonathan Dos Santos has been the historically one of the best players in your lineup consistently since the time that he stepped foot on that field. We absolutely loved him last year as the general, and we would want him to be here his entire career. It was no reason for us to believe that this team wouldn't get better. But what did I say? It's like, look, man, you're about to fuck with something that's working. Yeah. Whether you're improving it or not, or you think this is going to improve, you're about to fuck with something that's working, and there it is. The moment these two step back onto the field, I mean, and, and that rings to. true. Like so many more often than not, that rings true, right? You have you have the right mix of something, and you throw uh, you throw something that you think is going to improve it, and it ends up just ruining the whole batch, yeah. right? So, and now you and, have. And, no, go sorry, on, go sorry. On. No, I, I was going to say you have you have your two DPS, and I think they both went ninety, right? They both went, yeah. They both went 90 minutes in, in the Seattle game. So you, so I think to me at this point, it was like, okay, fitness is no longer a, uh, an issue. You know, they got their minutes. They got their games. They got their 90 minutes. Moving forward, they should be fit. The substitutions that GBS makes in this game. He brings in two defensive midfielders. <coughs> he brings in, he, he brings in a defender. He brings in. A defender who we haven't seen at all this year in like, (laughs) yeah, in like 18 months. Um, And and to be honest with you, I thought he did better than Insua was doing on the night. Um, I would I would really like it if he could take a place of Rolf Felcher, but I don't think that's possible. But the um, thing is, is that I mean, the, the, but it, it makes no at sense. At that point, it, it's not logical. It, it doesn't. Ma- it doesn't make any sense. But I think, and what might be even worse. Is that at that point, especially if you're throwing in Triori, especially if you're saying, like, I'm just going to put in defense because I'm going to try to stop the bleeding, you're basically throwing in the fucking yeah. towel at yeah. that point. You, you're, down, you're down three goals. You need some to create something. You bring in Kitchen. You yeah. bring in Triori. I think you brought in Alvarez later on. I think that was the only offensive. But again, to be fair, I mean, it, it doesn't excuse that you're bringing in defenders to, you know, when you're down. But Again, it goes back to the whole depth thing and how, again, this is a poorly built squad. This is not new. We've been repeating this for you know every episode. But there's nobody off the bench that can provide a spark. Alvarez is the only gun that you have. Now, Yanni Gonzalez provides more depth. You know, uh, if, if he were to start you, now I- you can bring in Araujo. Now you can bring in you know, uh, Alvarez uh, if you need to because Cuello isn't it. Yeah, no, I, no, and not Quayle and and Wild didn't see enough minutes, and he hadn't seen it. He hadn't, he hadn't yeah. featured in so long. I think that Cameron Dunbar, every time he's come into the game, he has created a dangerous almost chance. 
why not give that kid more minutes? And I know a lot of people are like, oh, Dunbar, Dunbar, Dunbar. And it's like, he's a kid. I get it. You don't, you, you want to bring him in slow. He's not, he's, you know, you don't want to overhype the kid. But I, you see what you see. You go yeah. out there, you see this kid. He's got energy. He's not afraid to go after the ball. Let him run around out there, especially when you bring in two, you have five subs, you bring in two defensive players, bring, you know, instead of Wild, throw Dunbar in. Maybe he can make something happen. Maybe he creates a chance for Cheetah. I don't know. I, I don't get it. Like, to me, it's it, – GBS is lost. He's – he's, yeah, he, he, he's fumbling around a dark room looking for a black cat that's not there. That's, that's GBS right now. I, I, I don't even know what to think of what is going on in that guy's head. Um, many times we have heard him, you know, say that the Galaxy played well when he might be the only person – um, that thought so. Yeah, at, you know, at he least, was watching a different game. He's watching something yeah. else unfold um, in his mind. Um, I, I mean, even even uh, at least he's got Chicha on his side now too. That uh, post game said that he thought they dominated the second half. They played better, and well, yeah, because Seattle took their foot of off a, the break. Um, I mean, I mean the, the, not off the break, off the gas. Seattle backed down because they were already up. They were they they'd already had the game won. It didn't matter when LeJet's goal went in. They were never gonna they were never gonna lose that game. They were never in any danger of losing. They that were game. never in any. And I don't even think Seattle after fifteen felt- after fifteen minutes, the way that, that that first goal broke down was which was absolutely just good god awful basic level soccer shit. It they were never gonna lose that game. So I don't know. And I, it, yeah, it's, it, it, I mean, we can we can spin in circles on this all you know all all day long, um, or all night long, which I know Bobby doesn't want. Um, so I, I guess we move on. Look, we've got Yoni Gonzalez coming in. Um, we'll have to wait and see. We we need to see what this guy is going to bring to the team. Do they still team, say when? Yeah. Well, he's he's at least he showed up to the building today. Okay, I'm optimistic about him. So we'll see. Bobby's optimistic. I, I think that's a good sign because usually Bobby's I, the 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 gauge. Yep, I'm pretty optimistic about him. I think um, I I mean I don't think it's going to be a major change in his first or second game, but I think he's going to actually open things up. He's going to be the the beautiful hand that can hold Chicharito finally. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean uh, that that the okay. So if you guys want something positive. For me to, to to say because it's it's right now it's really hard for me to find it. Um, We're not I asking. Back in the back in the well, I'm not not you guys. <laughs> I mean, whoever's listening to this, not you guys. Uh, I, I will, you know, I'll be negative with you guys every other time. Um, but you know, I, I did say it. You know, when I said, "Look, you're going to bring back Chicharito. You're going to bring back Jonathan. You're going to bring back, or you're going to bring in Gonzalez." It's going to fuck with chemistry, especially a guy you know who has not trained with the team you know was not practiced with the team he's he's completely new and now he's you know instead of stepping into something good now he's stepping into some you know step into the same shit so the positive thing i can i can say with this if if it works out because this is a big if because he could just be just as a bust as some of the other signings that we were hopeful for you know like fabio alvarez you know for what we were you know he wasn't the savior but for what we were expecting from him 
you know, I think he came up short and Tuna, the exact same thing. So it's very possible that Gonzalez can come up short and he doesn't really, you know, play as big of a factor as we all hope or we all like him to. But if you have a guy on the right, and by the way, Araujo was doing this too. Maybe this guy does it better. But if you have a guy on the right with a guy on the left, you know, and you could actually create something, maybe, maybe you could start breaking down defenses again. But as I said, look, Araujo was all over the place. He was your offensive spark. He took guys on. He went up and down the field. He he was aggressive offensively and defensively. I don't think you're going to get the aggressiveness in defense with Gonzalez. I think he's purely there for offense. So you actually might suffer there. So, um, and if you put a Rajo behind him, then again, there's one of your sparks off the bench. So I, I'm not entirely hopeful with, with them, but the, the one thing is, is like, look, if, if this is a guy that can now where, where other teams will have to pay attention to another guy that isn't Pavon, maybe that opens something up. Maybe it's like, okay, well, look, I can, I can attack you from either side now. If you collapse on one, I got another one. I got another player on the other side that's going to hurt you. So um, that's what you're kind of oh, hoping for. He, but he's, he's got to be, not, he's got to be better than, right. yeah, he, he's got to be better than Rolf Felcher, right? Like he's got it. Like just by just, well, I mean, he's fall. not a right back. He's a right winger. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's a completely he, different thing, but yeah, yeah, he's still he's still going. Uh, he, he'll still be doing still, some of those. He's tasks. still attacking from the yeah from the right side like that. Like that's that's going to be where where he's going to be uh, tasked to create offense from the from the right wing. I mean, from what I'm understanding, the guy is fast. So is Araujo. The guy, from what I'm understanding, he takes on he takes on defenders. So does Araujo. He's also big um, and strong, not like Araujo. Yeah, I, I think maybe he's probably a more physical player, a more you know, uh, I mean, Araujo's pretty physical for his size. For his size, I mean, he, no, but like, this guy's like much bigger, and he's going to yeah. be able to pound on other right. defenders way different, way you more. Know, maybe there's a maybe there's an increase in technical ability. Um, you know, coming from uh, both Colombia and playing in the Brazilian league, I, I gotta imagine that your technical ability is going to be uh, much higher than it is. Uh, it should than, say Araujo. Speed of play might be, be right. Speed of play be. might be an issue though, because um, Brazil isn't necessarily a fast league. It could be though. I think that that's the thing. Like I think we're not like, a fast team. Yeah. I, I know that's my point. That's yeah. my point. We need the so, better like, speed yeah. of play. Yeah. So what he's saying is that he might be too advanced, and like you know what what he sees. You know, kind of the IQ. It's like Pavon. Like you know what he sees. Maybe other players. No, don't. I know. But and, hopefully, you know, have, hopefully, hopefully level, since but, we have Pavon and Chicha up there, that IQ is like actually hitting hitting each other finally. Hopefully, I mean, Chicha, yeah. Chicha well, knocks I mean, it down a little bit. Yeah, but you know, but it's because uh, he doesn't have anybody around him, you yeah, guys. Yeah. Did you see so did you see the play that uh Legette scored the goal on? Um I pointed out that like if you watch Chicha, he's almost like salivating like yes, finally the perfect ball is coming to me. And mind you, there's a defender between Legette and and Chicha. So the defender's going to get that ball. Um Chicha puts his head in like he's going to head the ball. As if the defender was not there and the ball was going to fall to him anyway. Thankfully, Legit was aggressive on that play. He scored the goal. But, like, that to me just shows how how much of a lack of sharpness 
that we're dealing with it uh, up front. Chicha was covering that whole game. Those two defenders were so like way bigger than him. And every time they like crossed, I was like, that, what are you guys doing? That's that's MLS. That's gonna be every single team. No, I know, but this was a little bit more extra than the last couple games. Mm. Like the height, the height and the, the you know, the defenders mm. is what I'm saying. Not the the, the lack of. Well, what we, we have San Jose coming up again, right? That's our next game against San Jose. Here's another uh, a team that's just kind of is on a high a, right had, now. Had a what the no? I mean, they had a what the fuck moment. I mean, the, the the previous five games they allowed like eighteen to twenty goals. I I don't remember what the exact number was, but I mean they were losing six to one, five to one. I mean they they were getting yeah. ab, you know absolutely smoked. The the one outlier was the Galaxy who, who was not able to put a single goal past a team who was letting in 18, 19, 20. I forgot how much, what the exact number was. Um, someone tweeted us. Um, but I mean, it, it was, it's, it's, it's like a, wow. That's where I was like, you know, and I, I even said it like something didn't sit right with me in that game. And it's not just a feel, but something didn't sit right with me. Okay. Hopefully yeah, but it fixes itself in the next game, but it but didn't now, obviously. But now they're coming from a big win against LAFC. Now, right. They and know that, 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 that uh, and, 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 you know, knowing that they took us down last time, and just wanting that, salivating it. I'm so I'm saying, like they're they're on a high. Yeah, uh, and San Jose always always plays well against the Galaxy, uh, LA teams, and yeah. the Galaxy. Yeah, uh, I uh, games on Saturday. I, I I'm right back to where I was. I I'm not looking forward to this game. I'm really not looking forward to this game. Um, I have no hope. I have no hope for this game. I really don't. I'm right back to where I started. Um, I am perfectly, uh, and I'm, I've accepted that. I, I'm, I'm not okay with it, but I'm okay with it. It's just, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, you're going to lose to another crap team, and that's, <sighs> that is the galaxy right now. No, that, yeah, just, I mean, look, I'm not going to get an ulcer over it, um, but I don't know what to expect in this next game. I don't know. Anything can happen, but again... The way we've been seeing everything, it's not like we're optimistic about it. Yeah, I think I think uh, if if we get a good performance against San Jose, it's it's fool's gold, and that's all you can yeah can think about it. You know, as is is it's going to be fool's gold. Um, I mean, I, I think it's it's, it's, it's going to be yeah, it's it's going to be the uh, whatever that that opal was in uncut gems. <laughs> talking about that. Yes. Yeah, because it was uh, dope. <laughs> it was not um, dope. Yeah, yeah it it's 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 not going to be good, and and I mean, uh, how many how many of the, the 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 levels have we gone through? We went from anger to uh, denial to acceptance. You know, um, or have we have we done the negotiation part of things yet? I think we did. <laughs> I'm sure we did. Yeah. <laughs> we've gone through all. We've gone through I a lot of the stages. We've gone through guys. all the stages of grief. Yes. <laughs> so um, I, I think I, I've definitely hit acceptance. Um, I, Bobby has been there. Um, he's not happy about it, but he but he got there. <laughs> oh, um, I'm not happy. Of course not. Yeah, Bobby. Yeah. Bobby has an extra level of st- the stages of grief in the, the <laughs> "I told you so" level. Yeah, the, the the frustrating of having to sit here and wait for everybody to catch the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I I've got nothing else to say. I, I I don't know what else to say. All right, David, you, you got to come, le- come next week. You uh, gotta, 
do we have any questions or last words or anything? I don't even think we have any questions. To be uh, honest. I don't, I don't I, think. I put out the uh, I put out the call uh, for questions today and uh, basically said, like, look, you guys don't have to ask us anything. We know what you want to know, what you, what you want us to talk <laughs> about uh, at this point. So, uh, no, we, we don't have any questions uh, today. I just uh, I, I guess I'll, I'll if we're going to end the show tonight, I guess I will say that, uh, you know, in, yeah, we'd in, love to end the show tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, four more hours. Come on, let's go. Um, I, <laughs> I will say that uh, in in today's uh, made up Instagram holiday, it is or not holiday, but, you know, national, you know, fake Instagram day. Uh, today is National Sons Day. And so just shout out to my two boys who don't listen to this podcast, but. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm very, for, I'm very for happy for to be good reasons. Dad. Yeah, for good reasons. I'm, I'm very. I don't want. I don't want them to hear their dad so defeated and dejected all the time. Um, I, I'm very happy that, uh, that that I got these two awesome kids, and uh, um, you know, I love them very much. There you go, Bobby. Positive note. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is LA is our house, episode two hundred three. Saying goodbye with David and Lewis. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next. And this is Bobby. Goodbye. I told you so. Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls In Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button. 